Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely blessed day today, and we are knocking out your orders as fast as we can. Pretty much everything is going out same day as we always try to do for you, so we appreciate the support, and thank you for taking care of Health Masters and making Health Masters your number one supplement company to go to. We're here to help you out the best we can, and be sure to check out the Ultimate Multiple Powder on sale right now for 15% off. Pretty much, and I will I will throw this out there. I think me personally, and I'm not being biased because I make it, I think if you compare this to anything else on the market, I think this is top, top shelf. I highly doubt you'll find another multivitamin powder formula that can actually beat this. And I'm not saying that to be cocky. I'm saying that because I'm confident, because we made sure that we manufactured the highest quality supplements we can physically make. So be sure to check those out at healthmasters.com, and thank you for the support. Tonight, we have a meeting at the Polk County School Board over the insane control freak Polk County board that is still trying to force masks upon these young children in Central Florida beyond asinine. And it's not science. It's not protection. It's not health. It's all about domination and control with these sickos. So we're going to go down and go down there tonight and we're going to talk. We're going to have a public talk about what's going on. And last night I ended up going to a um, local meeting that was discussing what was going on with the storage units. You guys know I've had a history for months, quite a large disdain for these storage units that they're trying to put right by my house. And one of the last meetings before this one last night, you know, we had probably dozen and a half people come into the meeting, all of which every single person said they did not want storage units in their neighborhood. They did not want them in this area. They did not want them anywhere around us. If we needed storage units and they found that it was such a desire, such a need, put them out in the commercial area. Put them out by the interstate. But our voices fell on deaf ears, apparently, and they approved it, completely and totally ignored what we had to say. Well, last night, there was another final meeting you know, formality on what they were doing with this. And they talked for a little bit about what they were planning on doing. And they pretty much read it off a sheet. And you could tell it was, it was a formality. They already, they already, they already was predetermined. They already knew what they were going to do. Well, they opened up for public comment one last time. And so I was there and I was listening and a lot of people walked up. And before all this, So I already started off the mood real uh, real interesting because before this public comment started, I'm standing on the back wall with one of my friends who's also there. It's the beginning of the meeting, and all of a sudden they say, "Uh, ma'am, I'm not going to mention any names, Uh, you can come up here and we're going to formally proclaim about LGBTQ month. Dad didn't even know about this. I didn't tell him about this last night. This is the beginning of the meeting. So this girl pops up out of nowhere. 
She's like hiding in the wall, pops out of nowhere, big purple shirt, big rainbow on it, walks up to the front of the meeting. All in front, city commissioners, everybody, oh, 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 it was so great to have you here. And she continues to proclaim about how important Queer Boy Month is and how June, we all need to respect the queer gay industry. And how we all need to take time to recognize this month as it's so important for the queer, transgender, pervert, pedophile community. I'm adding some of that in there. And as soon as she walked up there, I said, you got to be kidding me. And I, quite frankly, I didn't mean to say it so loud. Like half the room turned around and looked at me. Well, as she went up there and she started talking, I blatantly said, I'm not going to listen to this. I turned around and walked out, shut the door behind me, and stood basically in the lobby with two other men that were out there. And the guy goes, what are you doing? The meeting just started. I said, they want to announce how proud they are about Queer Boy Month. I have no interest in supporting that. So I'm going to stand out here till it's over. And interestingly enough, it was over in about a minute. And the lady in the big purple rainbow shirt, she walks out out of the meeting into the lobby, and she looks dead at me, and she goes, I guess you can go back inside now. And I said, thank God you're done. Go home. Nobody wants you. And she goes, "Ah, ah, ah." I walked back in the meeting, and she stormed off. So that started the meeting. So you can already tell right now my demeanor at this meeting. Not one of tulips and rainbows. I'm not in the mood to play games anymore. So there's last public comment section, right? So everybody's getting up, and they're moaning, and they're complaining about these storage units. They get their three minutes of fame, which I've been there, done that, done it multiple times now, to get talked about why you don't want them, the facts why you don't want them, the reasons why you don't want them, the crime rate goes up because you don't want them, the 14-foot-tall overhangs for the motorhomes and only six-foot walls around them, we don't want them. It goes on and on and on and on. So finally, it was like pretty much nobody left. So I go, okay, you know what? I'm going to shake the tree. I haven't done this yet. It's just this is me. I'm just going to just shake the tree a little bit. I don't really know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to go up there. And so I'm walking up there, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call out the mayor, and I'm going to ask him a question. Just ask him a question, straight up in front of the entire meeting, in front of the entire committee. So I walk up there. I tell him my name. They remember my name now. <laughs> and I said, I'm just going to make a statement, and I'm going to ask a question. We've gotten up here now since February. Every single citizen in this area has told you why we do not want storage units. We have explained to you why storage units are not a good idea. We've given you the facts on why storage units will not work in this area for the populace and why none of us want them. And I said, it's been completely and totally disregarded. I said, so, Mayor, I'm asking you a direct question in front of everybody here. Why are you not listening to us when you're an elected official and you're supposed to be representing a government by the people for the people? And all all of a sudden, it was like you could hear a mouse cough. Whole room went dead silent. Eyeballs on me. Whoa. He's, He's not supposed to ask a question. 
he's supposed to just rant for three minutes. And he kind of sits up and he goes, well, um, son, um, you know, we, we have listened. And he, he goes on to try to come up with some cockamamie excuse. And I said, no, you haven't. You haven't listened at all. Because if you were listening, you would have heard what every single resident has said when they came up here. And he goes, sir, there's no reason to get agitated. You need to stay cool. And I looked at him with a big old smile. And I said, Mayor, you haven't ever seen me not cool. I'm extremely cool right now. I'm just asking that you answer the question on why you're not listening to your citizens that are telling you they don't want this. And boy, you want to talk about getting flustered. He was squirming in his seat, could not answer the question, couldn't answer it. Tried to beat around the bush for about 10 to 15 seconds. All of a sudden, the guy on his right leaned in his ear, said something about two, three seconds long. And all of a sudden, he looked at me and he goes, "Um, you have three minutes, sir. You can finish. And I said, I have nothing else to say. I'm waiting on you to answer the question that I asked. Eyeballs. Dead silence. Refuse to answer my question in front of an entire city meeting. And I looked at the rest of the crowd and I said, I think he's answered our question. Why none of what we say matters and we're simply up here for theater. I have nothing else to say. You guys have a fantastic night. And I left the meeting because I wasn't going to give them the respect of sitting there and listening to them any further because he clearly showed me they have no interest in listening to what the citizens say. They simply are doing whatever their agenda is to do and what they are told to do. So, again, as I've told you many of times on the show, we are doing everything we can. You lose every fight you don't fight. I didn't win anything last night, but one thing I did do, I shook the tree and I shook it hard. They did not know what to do last night. And I can guarantee you there will be a discussion about my question. And one of the biggest things I did was plant a seed in the entire meeting of all the citizens that were there. And I can guarantee you everybody will now look back and say, why aren't they listening to us? Why aren't they listening to what we say? So I encourage everybody, get involved the best you can. Is it going to change stuff immediately? Absolutely not. Is it going to be probably a huge conflict on a regular basis? Absolutely. I can tell you that right now. I probably am absolutely hated in this area right now by a lot of the (laughs) the people. (laughs) Don't care. Not here to win friends and influence people. I'm here to make change. Being a blunt instrument means a lot of times you don't have friends. It means you make change because you do the things that nobody else wants to do. And that's what we have to start doing right now as Americans is standing up and speaking the truth. I simply want a question. I want it answered, and I want a legitimate answer. If you can't do that, you don't deserve to be in a political basically seat that we elected that's my stance on that dad what do you think well it's a typical political answer they don't answer the question they divert it they shift they shifted and they blame shifted they they go over to else they rather than talking to you he just tells you you need to have the rest of your three minutes because they don't want to deal with the fact that they have to answer the question so they don't answer the question and and this and i'll 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 give the mayor credit i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pick on him because i wasn't there last night i got stuck on a doggone phone call to 
order some stuff, and I got put on hold for 30 minutes. And by the time I got off the doggone phone to head that way, Austin called me up in the meeting, and he was it was over with, and I missed it all. And I really wish I'd have been there. I'd have videotaped it. But the thing about it is, is that you know we've already been to multiple meetings, like Austin said. And again, what they do at these meetings, and we call them out the very first time when the attorney was there back in February for using Delphi technique. What they have is a predetermined outcome for this meeting. The, the public meeting, the public discussion is meaningless. It, they've already decided they're going to vote for the mini warehouses before any meeting ever gets started. What the Delphi technique, technique does, and they did it very badly this time, I must admit that, as far as they try to persuade groupthink and they try to make the people in the neighborhood believe that this is what they need are mini warehouses in their neighborhood instead of in an industrial area. And nobody wanted them. No one ever did it, but it was already a predetermined outcome. Now, the question should have been asked, and had I been there, I would have asked, and I thought Austin did a great job, but he would have run out of time doing this. I would have said, how many meetings have you had that were clandestine with the people who want the mini warehouses? And how many campaign contributions for your next election have they donated to each of you? And how many of you would be willing to answer these questions under deposition? Whoa, now you did that. Now you ain't just rattled a tree. You pulled it up by the roots. That's the problem that we're running into in these city governments and in county governments and in the national governments and everything else. We have these groups of people that are beholden to special interests, beholden to landholders, beholden to basically landowners, beholden to basically different groups. May I say Masonic lodges? I'm speculating on that. It could be the... Brotherhood of Paternal Order of Elk or whatever it could be. You know, it could be all kinds of different people all grouped together in these little meetings that they're in. Or they could just be friends. Or they could just be realtors. Oh, that's right. Almost every one of them was a realtor. And they could be realtors on the board determining real estate values in the area as far as growth. Now, I'm going to say something that I was going to say last night, but I got tied up on the telephone because I was going. Here's the question I was going to ask. I was going to say, look. These people are landholders, and they want to develop their land. I don't have a problem with that. If I was a landholder, I'd want to develop my land too. And it's up to you guys to make sure that we don't have blight or problems or crime in our homes and our areas by the development that you process. So if we're not going to have an input from a citizen standpoint as far as a public hearing on these meetings, and it's already a predetermined outcome via the Delphi technique, why in the world are you giving us the illusion of having the right to say something to influence your opinion if you've already made up your mind before the meeting takes place? Because when every single person comes here and tells you we don't want it and you do it anyhow, maybe you know, you're know you not really thinking about your voters or the people who put you in the office, but rather you're putting too much emphasis on the landholders. Quite frankly, if the landholders want to put in a real nice subdivision with real nice setbacks and real nice homes in our neighborhood with sidewalks and streetlights and all the things that people love in neighborhoods, I don't have a problem with them developing it. You know, we've had literally hundreds of thousands of acres in Polk County of orange groves that have all died now because of, quote, unquote, I believe it's geoengineering. They call it the green blight or whatever they call it, greening. But the reality is, is most of our citrus is dead. They tried to bring blueberries in. They pretty much all died. They tried to bring in peaches, and they pretty much all died. And, oh, yeah, that's right. When you spray aluminum and put more aluminum and more aluminum and more aluminum and more aluminum in soil, it's unbelievably toxic to feeder roots. 
So now we're turning into these giant, how should I say, housing developments with another thousand homes going in between us and the four miles to the interstate. So, yeah, that's what we're having right now. But, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, why is it that you feel that you can make a decision and then pretend to give us a rule of law, to pretend that we have a say-so? That's what I would have said. That's what I would have said last night had I been able to go. And quite quite frankly, now I should have hung up the telephone. (laughs) I should have just gone and remade the phone call today. But quite frankly, I didn't know we were going to have sparks and theater and sparklers and fireworks going off last night with Austin. I I definitely would have been there. But the reality is is that we're going to be at a school board meeting tonight. And I've already got uh, Michael Barrett, who has a production company. If he he can make it, he's going to be there. And he's going to try to videotape this thing and you know, put microphones on us, and we're going to have some sparks tonight at the school board meeting. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm letting you know, guys. So if you're anywhere near this area and you want to come to this meeting, uh, you might as well you might want to show up for that. But I'm, I'm, we're gonna, if we can get the thing videotaped, if we can't get Mike to do it, we'll have somebody else. I'll videotape also with my iPhone, but it won't be as good as audio quality. But we're going we're gonna to crank it up tonight. Yeah, I'm probably going to go to the, how should I say, the gay agenda, too. I'm not supposed to do that. It's supposed to be masks. But I'm going to also talk about theta brainwave states and children. I'm going to have my three minutes of, uh, of uh, let's rock the tree <laughs> tonight. And, I, and I'm sorry to laugh. I really am. But doggone it, it's time. It's time that we all do this. You know, we've, we've all been so caught up in trying to pay the bills. We've been also caught up in trying to raise children. We've been also taught up in basically going to church and being part of our little clubs and groups and maintaining our friendships that we've kind of let the country slide sideways to where it doesn't need to be. And, and it's important that we understand that we can't continue to do that. But I want you to know something, guys. I love you. You know, I, I prayed for you this morning. If it wasn't for you guys supporting this show, we couldn't be here. I, I know Bill Baker, great listener, great supporter. You know, he's, he's given us a good check this month to try to, you know, help with the show and cost of the show and, also, a lot of that check is going to be going directly to the Thai girls. Remember, I give them $1,500 every month for the 20 girls that we have in Thailand that we had rescued from the sex slave industry before they got put in the sex slave industry because we're trying to give back to the world, not just the United States, but also in Thailand. And one of our girls now in Thailand, she's been accepted to a high-end school, which she'll be living at the orphanage still, and she'll be going to the high-end school, and she's basically be going to a college prep facility now. And it's because of you guys helping us that we're able to do that. And I want to thank you because, you know, we have to have a a bigger agenda, a better agenda, a more, how should I say, Christ-centered agenda, don't we? Not only can we try to help people as much as we possibly can, you know, on our show that we do here today, but in real life. And that's what Austin and I are trying to do. We're trying to make it real life as far as coming in and saying, hey, it's not okay. If you're going to – good Lord, I'm going to use a bad word – if you're going to screw us, all right, if you're going to do it, just tell us what you're doing to us and let us know that we ain't got a choice as far as what you're doing. And then what, do what, what we'll do the next time we have an election, you know, in our politics and you guys get voted in or voted out, we'll make sure we clean out the board. But if you're going to hose us and you're going to do this to us, just do it and be a man about it. Be a woman about it. Be upfront about it. And say, we don't care about what you think. We don't care about what you feel. We don't care about what you want for your neighborhood because we've already decided because we're going to play God. No, that's not okay. 
it's not okay. You can't be beholden to special interest groups. You know, one thing, we've learned a bunch of stuff from this pandemic. We've really learned a lot. And, you know, and I talked about some of this stuff a few months back, and I'm going to cover a few of these things again. It's really, really important that we understand this. We've learned that our political system basically is hopelessly corrupt. You know, virtually all politicians are hopelessly corrupt. There's no such thing as a two-party system in Washington now. It's the Kabbalists that Jeffrey Epstein used in order to basically blackmail via campaign contributions and, you know, videotape with children and drugs and whores and everything else and adultery. They've pretty much been bought and they're corrupt in D.C. They really are. And then we have to also realize that, you know, democracy is a sham. You know, when you have power and money that's deciding what's going to happen all of the time and the international bankers are running the money supply, they're going to do what they want because they can control campaign contributions. And they also controlled the people via the central banks, via Jeffrey Epstein again, via Mossad again. <laughs> I'm going to dot a couple. I'm going to cross a couple T's here real quick. Israel was set up as a non-extradition country for the Costa Nostra. I can't believe you said that. I don't care if you believe it or not. It's just the way it was. It was set up to build a third temple to bring in the Antichrist. Well, there you go. That's part of that rapture stuff. Yeah, that's right. That's part of that rapture stuff that everybody wants to believe. And so we've got a group of people basically who were controlled by the central bank. That's right. The Rothschild set it up through the Balfour Declaration, do your history, that basically hired group of mercenaries, we would call them Mossad, which would be Jeffrey Epstein, to come in and entrap politicians all over the world. Over a thousand of them. Over a thousand girls were used by Jeffrey Epstein. But he has a basically a um, chapel, I guess you'd call it, a, an altar stone. I guess you'd probably have one of those too. I guess you'd call it a little temple on his island. Temple's probably a better word. And he basically uh, was doing what in the temple? You know, he, This guy ain't a Christian. He's not out there, you know, taking communion. <laughs> That's not what this dude's doing, guys. You know, he, he's not he's not following the footsteps of Jesus. And we've got over a thousand girls that were basically used as fodder with these politicians and world leaders, and only a few dozen have come forward. Yeah, here's the question: uh, Where are the rest of them? Were they sold into child sex slave trafficking? Were they disappeared? Were they? Oh gosh, I don't should you say this? Were they sacrificed? Did they have even a chance of being alive anymore? I don't know. Who knows? And by the way, number three, the system that we have, it'll stop at nothing to hold on to this power and impossible to increase its levels of control and exploitation. There's no scruples in Washington, D.C. No lie is too outrageous. you got a guy who's completely senile that we're supposed to believe in the White House. No hypocrisy, too nauseating, and no human sacrifice is too great. You know, Donald Trump comes in basically – having sex with every person's every every married woman he can find coming into the white house and christians want to make him the messiah no hypocrisy is too nauseating so-called radical movements are usually nothing sort of the, of the sort from whatever direction they claim to attack the system they're just pretending to do so and to serve channels and discontent and directions that are harmless to the power and even use it to their own agendas in other words the rothschild boys we talked about this in depth yesterday Otto Kahn, the big Kabbalist boys, they said, we control both sides of the narrative, and we make it go any direction we want. Any dissent or any voice that you have heard through corporate media is probably fake, including Carlton Tucker. Yeah, just thought I'd mention that. The system does not hand out free publicity to its actual enemies. I'm going to say that again. 
this system of control, this Kabbalist control, it does not hand out free publicity to its actual enemies. It does not do that at all. That's why I've warned you so many times about alt-media that it gets really big with millions and millions of views immediately. They come out of the chute. They start like they come out of the starting gates like the thoroughbreds do in the Kentucky Derby, and they just jump out and suddenly you've never heard of the horse, never ran before. <laughs> and suddenly never ran before is number one. And everybody starts talking about never ran before. And you find out never ran before has got a big shot of amphetamines before he ran. Yeah. There's a reason that there's certain alt media groups that get really big really fast. It's because they're being used in most cases. Most people in our society, I hate to say this, they don't want conflicts. They don't. They don't want to deal with any of it. They, they, they will They will jettison all of their values and all their principles that they've been loudly boasting about in their whole lives in order to avoid the slightest chance of public criticism, inconvenience, or even a minor financial loss. My wife said to me the other day, well, don't you know if you do this, you're going to be criticized? <laughs> And you hear me right now. I started laughing. And I said, really? I said, I'm going to be criticized. <laughs> I said, it just doesn't matter. At this point, what difference does it make? Austin and I are so far out there. And we're so far to the, how should I say, here's what's really going on extreme, that the criticism is probably going to be from a shill. You know, I was looking last night at my our valuations on the uh, Apple podcast of our show, which they're posting our storylines up again. I want to thank Todd for getting that fixed, getting them to do it again. And I was reading a bunch of shill stuff. And by the way, if you listen to us on Apple podcast, do me a favor, go in there and log in and put a positive comment down about the show. Cause it's vastly positive. And every once in a while, a shill will say something and somebody will straight call the shill out. We know you're a shill. This isn't true. <laughs> And one person says, when they say, I can't tell if these guys are anti-Semitic or not. I, I can't, I can't listen anymore. <laughs> I just started laughing and I'm like, no, no, I'm not anti-Semitic whatsoever, <laughs> but I am anti-Kabbalist. I am. I can't stand Kabbalists. I loathe them. So if you're saying he's an anti-Kabbalist, yeah, I'll, I'll probably answer to that one. Say, yeah, you're right. I am. I, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to deal with the Britney Spears and the weirdos in this world, and uh, who want to basically say they're pansexual. Oh, by the way, Austin had not told me about that gay and lesbian thing for the beginning of the meeting last <laughs> night. Again, it's all political correctness. The mainstream media is nothing but a propaganda machine. We know that. Police are not servants in most cases of the public, but servants of the powerful, extremely wealthy minority that seeks to control and exploit the public. Now, in Polk County, that's not true. We have Grady Judd here in the Doggone Sheriff's Department. It's really good. Scientists cannot be trusted. Absolutely true. They come in their white coats and their stethoscopes, and they tell you, you must listen to me. I am the man that tells you what to do. No, they're not. No, they're not. We see that with Fauci, that weirdo. And progress is a misleading illusion. The progress of increasing automation and industrialization does not go hand-in-hand hand with progress in the quality of human life. In fact, it will progressively reduce it to the point of complete extinction as we enter into a transgender world, as we did in Genesis chapter 6, where every thought of every mind was evil all the time. Remember what Solomon said? Finally, when he quit doing his stupid stuff, he said, the only the sole duty of man is to serve God and obey his commandments. And he also said, there's nothing new under the sun. Guys, there's nothing new under the sun. They've already done all this once. They're continuing to do it. And it's sad to me that we've allowed it to happen again. But guys, stand up. 
stand up. If you're a woman, stand up. If you're a man, stand up. Say, you know what? How about we don't go quietly into the night? How about you may do what you want to do, but we're not going to stand here and not say anything. We are not getting into the last cattle car to Auschwitz willingly. That's what I've got to say about that, Austin. What do you think, bud? What's your next story? That's well said. It's kind of like you had told me before, you know, with some of the stuff, you know, whether or not if you're uh, you're flying or you're doing something and somebody tells you basically, hey, you need to do this, you say, dude, I'll, I'll do it. But it's under protest. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to accept it and say I'm okay with it. This is what you're telling me to do. That's what's going to happen. We'll do it. But it's under protest. It's kind of what we're seeing right now. They may do what they want, but I'm not, I don't have to be okay with it. I don't have to accept it. I don't have to stand in the meeting and listen to your queer rhetoric about why we need to make sure we have an entire month designated to a group of individuals that can't procreate. Newsflash, if you didn't have straight people, you wouldn't exist. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe he just said that. Uh, it's a fact. You can't sit here and per- you can't sit here and pretend that a perverted culture that engages in perversion is supposed to be revered and is supposed to be exhilarated up high and exalted and they need to be well respected and this is what they're doing for the community, dude. As I said before, if you want to go do queer boy stuff, dude, that's your agenda. I don't care what you do in your own home. It does not make one difference to me at all. I could care less what stuff you want to do in your own home. But you start coming out, you start telling me I got to accept it, and not only accept it, I need to embrace it. Oh, I don't need you to embrace it. You need your kids to embrace it. Oh, your kids need to be indoctrinated by it. They need to love it. They need to hold it. No. No. The answer is no. Under full protest, no. I will not consent. Remember what I've told you guys for the last year and a half? I've said this like a broken record. Consent has been the entire reason why COVID-19 happened last year. Consent. We consented to have states locked down. We consented to have businesses shut down. We consented to be told what to do. And now people are consenting to be injected with an experimental shot. Ironically enough now, there's been 14 states so far now that have enacted laws that ban vaccine passport requirements, which is essentially the creation of a two-tier system. That's what this is building for. If you guys haven't figured that out yet, I've tried to explain this very well over the last year. That's what they're doing. They're going to have the main group, the mark of the beast group, and they're going to have the peasant group. That's basically the subculture, the peasants, the homeless folk. That's what they're doing. You can't figure that out. This entire thing is a beta test. It's designed to follow into the mark of the beast. You know, for the longest time, when I was younger, read Revelations. Strange book. I'm not even going to pretend like it's not an unbelievably strange book. If you say it's not a strange book, you're lying. It's a weird book. Unbelievably weird. All kinds of crazy stuff in it. But when it discusses the concept of no man or woman will be able to buy or sell without taking the mark, (coughs) excuse me, 
the thing that I've always wondered about this is how are they going to pull that off? How are you not going to be able to buy or sell? I'll go to the store and give them 20 bucks in cash for some, you know, chicken that I'm buying. How are they going to stop that? Well, they just showed us. They made it very clear. They'll tell you you're not essential. And then the businesses that are essential, they'll mandate restrictions. Look how quick everybody put on a mask. They complied. Oh, oh, I'll wear a mask. Why? Well, because they said to wear a mask. No. No. Just because somebody tells you to do something doesn't mean you do it. Just because somebody tells you to take an injection doesn't mean you do it. Just because somebody tells you to get a chip in your hand or your forehead doesn't mean you do it. This is where we're at. And this is why I've been so critical of companies and businesses that have not stood up for freedom, that have not stood up for civil liberties. And this is why I've encouraged you. You guys have heard me last year. I see it almost every show. Thank you for supporting small businesses, not just health masters. Thank you for supporting health masters, but also your local businesses, your online businesses that continue to promote truth and freedom because we're it. The small businesses are it. Once we are gone, look at what they did last year. Costco, Sam's, Walmart, Amazon, all the clown stores, all of them, all of them open, fully open, no restrictions, anything you want. You got to wear a mask. You got to social distance. You got this and this and this and this, all these stupid restrictions that absolutely had zero scientific backing. But hey, if you're a homeowner down the street, you're selling, you know, playing cards. You're selling board games. No, you are not essential, buddy. You have not been deemed essential. You can't work. You can't run a business. Costco already has everything that you sell. You're done. Shut your doors. We don't, we don't want to hear from you. And there was numerous people who just said, okay, okay, I'll consent. No, don't support the companies that blatantly disrespect you. I told you guys the story multiple times about rooms to go. I went into rooms to go months ago. Months ago, went there to buy a couch, ready to buy a couch. I needed a couch for my new house. I figured, hey, they got some good deals, I think, at Rooms to Go. Never bought anything from them. You know, stuff's fairly cheap. I need something, you know, budget-priced. I go in there. First thing he does, guy walks up. You need to wear a mask. No, we're in Rooms to Go. We're the only people in this gigantic store. I'm not wearing a mask. I sat down on a couch. I'm sprawled out on a couch that I actually liked. I told Lane, I said, I like this is comfortable. Manager walks up with a box of masks. Walks up to me. You need to put these on. Shoves the box in my face. I said, no, not, not wearing a mask, bud. I said, I'm here to buy something. You can't shop here if you don't wear a mask. Say, excuse me? Can, can you repeat that real quick? I, don't, I didn't hear you right. You have, you have to wear a mask if you're going to be in here. You tell me I have to leave the store. I can't spend my money. Well, you have to wear a mask. I said, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. You're telling me that I'm not allowed to shop here. Well, you, you can't be in here if you don't wear a mask. I said, you answer my question. You guys have a blessed day. Enjoy your afternoon. I will never step foot in rooms to go. As long as I breathe air, you will never get a penny from me, ever, period. You're now on that list.
Cancel culture goes both ways, my friends. You have these groups now, these hardcore leftist groups that are picking certain companies out, and they're making an example out of them. Like my pillow, another one said, we're not going to carry them anymore. We're boycotting this company because they're Christian or because they stood up for freedom. Well, my friends, why aren't the patriots doing the same thing? Why are we still supporting Taco Bell? Why are we still supporting Amazon? Why are we still supporting Burger King? Oh, that's right. You guys remember Burger King last week? In case you guys missed the memo, the CEO, Daniel Schwartz of Burger King, said they will be donating 40 cents of every sale of their new chicken sandwich to the hardcore leftist queer transgender pedophile lobbying group that supports child sex change and drag queen story hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The human rights campaign, HRC. You know, they always put these nice names on it. Human rights campaign. It's the human rights campaign, right? It's, it's official. It's official. It's great. It's good for human rights. Oh, yeah. So you find out what they're doing. That's Burger King. 40 cents. Every chicken sandwich. We're going to support transgender ideology being taught to our children. No. No. How about, well, I'll be honest with you. I haven't eaten at Burger King. I can't even remember last time I had a Burger King. I don't eat fast food. But regardless, a lot of people still do eat fast food, even though it's not healthy for them. But again, how long are you going to keep supporting these companies? Starbucks matches every dollar that is donated by their employees to Planned Parenthood and businesses alike. Every dollar. You work for Starbucks? You donated a dollar to Planned Parenthood? They match it. They match it. But yet we have Starbucks and a lot of churches around the country. Oof. I'm going to get some emails on that one. They don't like when I bring that one up. So why are we still going to Starbucks and paying $6 for a cup of coffee? I do not know. That's a question somebody else is going to have to answer because I can't answer it. If they are doing this game, we have to play it back. Support your businesses that stand up for freedom. Support your companies that are shoulder to shoulder with you in the trenches and that have been the entire time. And stop giving money to businesses that are in direct violation of your beliefs, rights, or values. If a company wants to donate money to Planned Parenthood, that is their right. I'm never going to say you do not have that right. You can spend your money any way you want. I will never tell you, you do not, you cannot do this. You cannot spend your money. It's not my, not my place. However, what I'm going to say is I'm not going to give you my money. I'm not going to support you. I'm not going to give you the funds so you can go directly fund these other groups. It's time we all put our money where our mouth is. Get involved, get vocal, and stand up and continue to promote freedom. Because I'm telling you right now, guys, we're in a red county in Polk County. We have a full blue school board i don't even know how this happened actually i do know how this happened we've been negligent here and myself including when i say we we've been negligent a lot of times school board nobody pays attention they don't nobody pays attention we just vote we get a name here name there oh so-and-so's a good person oh, they got a sign out somewhere oh they're they they're for this all right whatever no deep research no heavy background check. No nothing. We just we vote. If we even vote. A lot of times we don't even vote. And now 
we're in this situation in Polk County where we have a full blue school board in a red county. And we have hardcore Marxists that are running our school board. And we've stepped in it. We've stepped in a giant pile of bull dung in our county right now. And now we're having to clean up the mess. Hence why we're going there tonight. And I can guarantee you, though, one thing from the people I have talked to and the citizens that I have basically discussed with, we will not make this mistake again on the next election cycle. I promise you that. We are done. I think everybody, if you didn't get a wake-up call last year on what the communists have done in infiltrating the school system with these stinking masks on children that have a 99.9997% survival rate from COVID, virtually unheard of that a child dies from COVID, yet we're telling them they need to wear a mask. They got to strap on a muzzle like a dog. They need to fall in line like an animal. We're allowing this to happen to our kids. I told you, I'm not, I, I refuse to put my kids in public school system. We got a homeschool group we started to put together now. We're working on, but it doesn't matter. This is our fight, even if my kids aren't in the school system. I love every child. Once I became a dad, it changed my entire outlook on children. It did. And now we're in this. And so I encourage you. Doesn't matter if you're in Florida, doesn't matter if you're in Polk County, doesn't matter if you're in Georgia, Texas, California, Montana, I don't care what state you're in. Stand up. Make your voice known under protest that you are not okay with what's going on. That's my stance on that, Dan. What do you think? You know, you're right, Austin. Whenever you have children, it changes everything. I know that, you know, when I used to talk to you about vaccinations and about the fact that you had not been vaccinated that I wasn't going to dumb you down with aluminum and dumb you down with mercury and that I wasn't going to do it, that I refused to. If you were 18 years old and you wanted to do it yourself, you just have at it, but I wasn't going to do it to you as a child. And you always looked at me kind of funny, like, you know, what the heck? Well, okay, whatever. And I remember years later, I talked to one of your friends, and they were basically about to have kids, and I talked to them in detail about vaccinations. So they chose to vaccinate the children, and they were basically a providentialist, and they thought God's will would be done regardless. If you basically vaccinate your child and they come down with autism, it was God's will, which is unbelievably stupid. I just, I'm just going to say that. And I remember you still weren't as adamant as you are now about the vaccinations. And the problem is, is once you start seeing what they do to kids and you start seeing your children in relation to other children and how much more advanced they are and how their speech centers are much better advanced, their reasoning skills are much better. And you realize that children are destroyed and damaged by mercury and aluminum and vaccines, not to mention the fetal cells or the, <laughs> or the squalene. And oh, this is the, the list of 50 different things that are in these vaccinations for absolutely no reason except to dumb the kids down or to cause a more of a, how should I say, reaction to the injection side. You begin to realize that, hey, wait a minute, something's wrong here. That's the key, isn't it? I think we all begin to realize there's something wrong. And now we have county commissions and we have city commissions. And it's just not, this is not just our state and this is not just our city and not just our county, but all over the United States that are welcoming the gay and lesbian month and having the people come and speak. I guarantee you this was an orchestrated event for the entire Florida southeastern Bible Belt area. Why? I got to give them kudos. The gay and the lesbians and the transgenders, these people are vocal, they're adamant, and they're well organized. They really, really are. I, I got to give them kudos on that one. And they have come out and they have pushed and pushed and pushed their agenda because in many of these areas, 
the county commissioners and the city commissioners know that these gay and lesbian people will actively go after them on the next election cycle to get them out of office. I'm going to say that again. These people on these boards know that the gay and lesbians will go after them on the next election cycle because they've done it so many times. They will protest them. They'll have a meeting outside of the court steps. They'll bring signs. They'll sit out there with their gay and transgender stuff on, and they will push and push and push and push and push, in most cases getting rid of these people from their respective elected positions. That's what they've done literally thousands of times. And I'll give them credit for being much more organized than the Christian right ever thought about being because these people galvanize themselves. It kind of reminds me of this, and please don't take this wrong. I'm going to say something very clear, and I'm just going to be blunt and direct because I find it also very admirable. If you see a black person break down on the side of the highway in their car, invariably there's two or three more blacks who don't know them stop to help them. I find that admirable. I love that. I do. The same thing is true with the gay and lesbian bunch. Now, I've tried not to get involved in this discussion. I've tried not to take sides in any of this. I just told them, do what you want to do. Leave me out of your loop. I don't care. Just keep me and my family out and whatever you guys want to do in the privacy of your own home, whatever. I can't change it. Sodom and Gomorrah was here before. I talked about this yesterday. You know, I have my values that I have from the word of God that say this is wrong, but I can't basically judge you for moral, how should I say, problems that I feel are wrong. Because we all have to deal with our own salvation with fear and trembling. Am I right? You know, we all have to continually repent to God for doing things. What did Paul say in the book of Romans? The things that I know that I'm not supposed to do, those are the things that I do. The things that I know that I'm supposed to do, those are the things that I don't do. Then he goes, what a wretched man am I? Who will deliver me from this body of death? Without Christ Jesus, be really, really direct here, there is no salvation. There is no forgiveness. There is no basically allowing yourself to come back into congruity with the Most High God. There is none of that. That's why he said, no one comes to the Father but through me. We all have sinned. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. We all do things we shouldn't ought to do. But the reality is that God's grace is sufficient for us. But that means that we should, does that, but, but the Bible says, does that mean we should continue to sin so grace may increase? He said, by no means. We died to sin. How can we live it any longer? Period. So when we're doing something we know we shouldn't do, we should try to change that. Here's the problem I have with this last night. You know, Christians haven't stood up against this. You were the only one who walked out of the room, Austin. There were a lot of other Christians in that room because we live in a Bible Belt town. They should have all got up and walked out. And see, that's the problem that I have. I remember years ago I was on a business convention in Monte Carlo. Yeah, if you could believe that. That was like 40 years ago. And I remember they brought us to a, you know, like a show, like a like a dance show. And it got pretty risque. It did. And there were a whole bunch of Christians there in my group. And we all got up. Now, there wasn't a bunch of nudity and stuff. We didn't, it wasn't like that, but it just got risque. We got up and walked out. Just got up and walked out and said, no, 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 this isn't okay. Literally, a third of our entire group got up and walked out. Said, no, we're not going to do this. We're not going to allow this. But my, 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 after 40 years, have things changed? And again, I don't have a bit of problems, you know, with a person wanting to have their own sexual preferences. I don't like it. If they want to do it, have at it. 
I just don't want to know about it. I don't want to see it. But the reality is they come before a board meeting and the board decides to go ahead and let them speak. I guess it must be the fact they want to be reelected. I don't know what else to say because this is happening again over the entire state, over the entire country as they push and push and push their narratives further and further into the Kabbalist narrative because that's the ones who are running this, guys. Always remember, it's the Kabbalists that are doing it. By the way, a USAF, United States Air Force sergeant, according here to the Daily Star in the U.K., got so close to a UFO he touched it and it had inscriptions. Now, here's the thing. I haven't really talked much about the quote-unquote disclosure that really didn't happen this week. Now they're saying it could be Russian and Chinese people flying around in these ships or maybe some alien civilization. This is nonsense. NASA stands for, right? National Aeronautics and Space Administration? No, it doesn't. No. Here's what NASA stands for. Never a straight answer. There you go. Never a straight answer. They're never going to tell us what's going on here. They're never going to let us know what's going on because they know the agenda because they're a black magic organization. Pretty much every person who, quote, supposedly, if they did or did not, you choose, walked on the moon was a high-level mason because they could keep secrets. Yeah, whatever. By the way, the... Ender of Vigilance again, the European database of suspected adverse drug reactions now in Europe from the vaccine kill shot. Not a vaccine, it's a kill shot. 13,867 dead, 1,354,336 injuries through June the 5th. I don't even have to say about this. This is genocide to a population that's willing to accept a kill shot, a death shot. I don't even know how to say don't do this anymore. I really don't because I, I don't really understand why people are are not discussing this in depth, why people are not saying, hey, this isn't okay. But this is exactly what's going on. People are continuing to believe the lie and the narrative as I talked about at the beginning of the show. Guys, I love you. Thanks for supporting Health Masters. Thanks for supporting the Ted Nelson Brower Show. we'll be be here as long as we possibly can and without you guys we wouldn't be here at all I want you to know that thanks for getting your deodorant and your multiple vitamins and and all all the stuff that we sell you know not supporting the major box sellers and supporting us you guys are absolutely awesome I appreciate you and thank you Austin finish it up and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow absolutely and you know he just said something that kind of, you know, rattled me a little bit. Why was I the only person out of a full pack meeting last night that walked out of that? Why they were recognizing their their queer, transsexual, whatever agenda at the front of the room? Why was the only one person that walked out? Honestly, I didn't, I didn't really think about it till now. He said that, and it wasn't I'm in there trying to be disrespectful. Not in there trying to basically be mean. I don't try to actively be mean, contrary to a lot of people's belief. I try to be nice. (laughs) But I also don't have to accept something I don't agree with, right? Don't we all have that right? That's kind of the thing that really gets me about this whole agenda is they say you have to be inclusive. You have to be accepting of everything. You have to basically accept everything we tell you. But then what I say or what I do doesn't go along with their agenda. They don't like it. So don't I have a right not to like what you do? Don't we all have that freedom of choice? Well, yeah. 
And that's where they're trying to take this. They're trying to take it. So you don't have a right to say no to their perverted lifestyle. Like I said, I don't care what you do. You want to do stuff in your own home? Do it in your own home. I could care less. Even yeah. if you want to go walk around in public in a dress and you're a grown man? I don't care. I'm not going to accept it. I'm not going to call you ma'am. But you have that right to do so. But for some reason, this concept has eluded everybody. It's the old adage, rules for thee, but not for me. We do this, we do this, we do this. You accept it, we choke you with a water hose. But do not, under any circumstances, complain or say anything against what we're telling you. No. Absolutely not. I may be the only person that walked out of the room. I may continually be the only person that walked out of the room in the next meeting. But I still will be consistent and walking out of the room every time they pull that crap in June if they want to make it their transsexual cross-dressing month, whatever they want. Don't care, regardless. But thank you, all my friends, all my Health Masters listeners. Thank you for supporting Health Masters. We're continually coming out and talking about a lot of stuff that's going on, a lot of topics. I should have had more health topics for you guys today. That kind of sidetrack with obviously everything that happened. So I'll try to get some more articles together for you guys tomorrow. We'll have a good health show, good Wednesday health show. I think that should be good. And so, again, I encourage everybody, stand up, speak freely, hold your head up high, take the mask off, breathe fresh air, be an American and be proud of it doesn't matter what race, ethnicity you are. We're all Americans. And this is why they try the conquer and divide status, divide and conquer status. They try to constantly race bait everybody. They try to make everybody against one another. So there's no unity. There's no national pride. There's people that are ashamed to be Americans. They're promoting other countries. While they live here and get American money, they want to promote their agenda. There was an article the other day I saw, forgot what state it was in, but a kid at a high school graduation, I think it was like Texas or something, he decided that at the very end, when he was supposed to walk across the stage and get his diploma, he draped a giant Mexican flag. I don't have a bit of problem with Mexico. We got some awesome stuff down there. Great landscape, great people, unbelievably hard workers. But the principal pulled him aside and said, dude, you're not walking with a flag drape around you. It was a big debacle. He didn't let him walk. They said he was being prejudiced and racist. And he goes, no, because we have a specific dress code on graduation day. Everybody's in their gowns and hats. It's not the time to make some gigantic political statement about you being proud being from another country while you're graduating in the United States on scholarships and free money that basically the American taxpayers paid for. The concept eludes some people. If you want to come to the United States, come to the United States. We're welcome. We're a welcome country. Come in, hang out, work, be part of the American culture. We're great. But don't come here and try to complain about everything and say you don't like it and you hate it here and promote your agenda. That's not okay. That will never be okay. Thank you for raising little Americans. Thank you for continuing to get the truth 
out there and speaking the truth of what's really going on. It's time now, American patriots. It's that time. Stand up, hold your head proud, and continue to be free men. My stance on that. Thank you again for the support. Healthmasters.com. Product of the week, Sublingual B12. You guys see it? 10% off product of the week. Be sure to check it out, along with the Ultimate Multiple Powder on sale as well for 15% off. We just got a brand new batch of the N-acetylcysteine and got more organic food buckets and meat buckets in. I encourage you, if you don't have a stock of those, I encourage you to buy some. If you don't want to buy them from me, at least buy some beans and rice from the store. Got to stay prepped. Got to stay ready. Thank you, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Talk again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.